Hi, and welcome to the next episode of Movies with My Mother. I have no idea what number we're at. I think it's eight. Is this eight? Golly, that many? I think so. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm Lexi, like usual. And I'm Mom. Same old Mom. Same, same old, same old. <laughs> and today we watched Rope. Alfred Hitchcock classic. It was interesting. Was it thrilling? No, because I think all the action happened in the first episode. I mean, the first minute that we were there, we just saw the guy, you know, murdered, and then, then when Jimmy Stewart arrived, yeah, and just a lot of talking, talking. Yes, yeah, and I think that Dad knew something was up. Yeah, but he didn't say anything, and then Jimmy Stewart knew something was up. From the minute he walked in the door. Right. And he knew that Philip was the wing, the, the weak link. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I have had a bottle of wine. <laughs> so pardon me. The weak, yes, the weak link. link. That's what I wrote down. Yep. Philip, Rupert knows Philip is the weak link. Yes. And he was sweating bullets. Oh, the whole time. Just, yep. He had diarrhea, that cold, chill diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and and I thought after after it was over, then when they were showing the pictures, we saw everybody in the cast. Yeah, they were all in that room all at one time. Well, it was based on a play, based on a stage play from London, right? And Hitchcock really wanted it to feel like a play. That's why it was timed the way it was timed. That's the way. Uh, that's the reason it was the length it was, so uh -huh. it would feel like. A stage play. Yes, yes, it was based on a true story. Yeah, it was. Um, Are you talking about Leopold Loeb? Yes. Okay. Nineteen twenty-four murder that lovers uh -huh. Leopold and Loeb. Well, allegedly. Mm -hmm. We weren't there. We didn't see anything. No, and you know, back in those times, they're not going to tell you either way, unless unless they for sure knew and they were going to out them right maliciously. But, but they kidnapped a little boy and murdered him for. Funsies. For funsies, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny that in, in that case, the one one guy, I think it was the one that was sweating the bullets, Phillips. Philip. Eyeglasses gave him away. Yeah. That's how they found who the murderers were. Yes. I knew that. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. I 1924 murder. True crime shit. I know that. Me too. I watched <laughs> that too. That's why, as soon as I saw Leopold and Lowe, I, I know that story. I know, um, I know the whole story. <laughs> I don't think that they've talked about them on uh, one of the podcasts I listen to because they're too old. Yeah. But uh, one of the podcasts I listen to is True Crime Obsessed. Uh -huh. And it's, I don't really like female podcasters. Sorry, I am one. Um, <laughs> but I don't really like them because I think that they try too hard to be funny. And sometimes, you know, uh, True Crime really isn't funny. No. Uh-uh, no. It wouldn't be funny. So I have a hard time with it. But this woman and this gay man watch you know, true crime documentaries, and then they have their comments about it. Yep. And it is so funny. The woman is so dry, and the gay man just howls the whole time. It is so funny. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. But, I, yeah, I think this is this is a little too old for them. Yeah, and I'd also know that the murder victim in the Leopold and Loeb murders was Bobby Franks. Oh, I think I knew that, but I yes. did not write anything about that down. I just kind of loosely based on Leopold and Loeb. Yes. Before we get into it, this movie is from 1948. The Wikipedia entry lists rating as approved. The DVD copy we watched lists its rating as PG. Uh, so I don't know. Well, we did see the murder. Right. But I guess in terms of 1948 violence, that was pretty mild. Well, and we did see a gunshot wound. I don't think that was so much a gunshot wound as a 
gouge wound. Oh, okay. I think that that was his hand was gouged when they were fighting for the gun. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know either. I wasn't but there. <laughs> we saw it with our own eyes, honey. Right. And of course, <laughs> this is another Hitchcock movie. Yes, I love Hitchcock. It was an hour and 20 minutes long, a nice 80 minutes, tidy, end-to-end. -end. It was really good. Uh-huh. Rotten Tomatoes got a 94%. Wow. Really good. Metacritic, only 73%. Mm. And 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Hmm. wonder why the Metacritic was so... You suppose it because it was just one little snapshot of a show? Maybe. You know, it was all... The whole movie was about that one little minute when they killed that man. Right. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. It did awful at box office. Interesting. It had a budget of about one and a half million dollars. Uh -huh. The world box office. World. World box office. 10.6K. Wow. Wow. Yeah, stop looking at her. <laughs> she's fighting with her tail. I was making sure she's not biting you. <laughs> My baby Tallulah is just wild and she's teething. So she is biting everything she possibly can including my poor mother and all of our cords that's all right i she got her just being a bad little butt she's just being a little kitten i know she has nothing else to do but be a kitten <laughs> yeah. ash went to bed with dad so yeah. he has she has nobody to fight with because jelly won't fight with her like ash does i <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. So the basic plot of the movie is that two men attempt to prove they're committing the perfect crime by hosting a dinner party after killing uh, an old classmate. Yes. That's basically the movie in a nutshell. Yes. That happens in the first, what, two minutes of the movie? Yes. <laughs> and he also wanted to, Brandon wanted to prove that he was superior. Yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. Big superiority complex. Yeah. But I guess that's rich white male complex i mean he just kind of seemed you know like yes. a rich waspy very shit mm -hmm. <laughs> yep <laughs> yes a little bit of hot trivia this was hitchcock's first color movie oh wow oh i don't think i knew that but yeah it wasn't technicolor wasn't it yeah mm, interesting i also wrote down that of the jimmy stewart uh hitchcock collaborations this <laughs> Tallulah being a bad little butt yep this is Jimmy Stewart's least favorite collaboration with Hitchcock. Oh, wow. Mostly because he's, you know, kind of butthurt that he only came in like 20 minutes into the movie. But he was like lead bill. So I don't know why he was all butthurt. Well, well, you know, I, I wondered about that because he was at that time a pretty big star. Yeah. And the movie did not revolve around him until he got that look on his face. And then we knew that the movie revolved around him. Right. You know, when he was, was first there and, you know, talking to the maid about all the changes and it just like dawned on him that this is not, there's something not right here. Right, right. And especially when the when he and the maid were kind of kibitzing over by the, the chest that they had put the body. I, I was trying to think of a classier way to put that, but <laughs> they stored the body the in corpse, the chest. Yeah. And the maid who was obviously fawning over Rupert Cadell. Yes. And she mentioned that this is not the usual Brandon party. Right. But I and thought... he had that look on his face like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it was just like right then that he knew that something was up. Right. 
something because they weren't acting right and nobody was acting right. Nobody was acting right. And the man that was killed was obviously very punctual, very polite. So his absence was very extremely noticed. noticed. Yes. Yes. You know, and they made three phone calls to the mother looking for him. Yep. They were there for a total of about 15 minutes. Yeah. The maid lamented about how her chicken was hardly touched. Yes. I mean, they, were, they weren't even there to eat that, snacks. No, hardly. Yeah. They filled a plate and nobody ate, really. Nobody really did, no. But that then they started talking about that strangling of a chicken. Yeah. That was kind of creepy. But, you know, here's an interesting fact. Hitchcock himself had ovophobia. Do you know what that is? Fear of eggs? Yes. Okay. Especially chicken eggs. So I thought that was especially funny that they were talking about strangling chickens and, uh, and going on and on about the chicken. And Well, I kind of <laughs> also thought it was that metaphor for jerking off, choking the chicken. I also thought that that was kind of slipped in there. No, I didn't get that at all. Double entendre in your brain. No, I didn't get that. Oh, I, I well, maybe That's I'm just creepy. a Maybe I'm just a pervert. <laughs> also, I saw, I don't know where I saw this. Maybe I saw this on Facebook on like a list of, you know, what, what's going on here? And it's like, pictures and people of Reddit like respond like, oh, well, that's you know, this kind of spider, this kind of thing. That's a you know, World War II landmine. Don't touch it. But one was actually a bottle of poison gas. Oh, my. That somebody kept on their, their bedstand. Oh my god did they know it was poison gas they did not and after they found out it was removed they probably just thought it was a pretty cool they canister thought it was a cool jar yeah because oh it was my a god. it was a glass container but anyways getting back to the point at hand one of the pictures was like this like globby thing with a chicken egg in it uh-huh. and it turns out that the globby thing with the egg in it was produced by a hen laying an egg but the hen there was something wrong with the hen and people are like mm, don't eat that egg that that will kill you and also maybe get rid of that chicken yeah yeah that was Ooh. pretty cool i'll have to find that picture and show you it was, it was that's weird it looked like the outside of a corn dog but like misshapen Ooh. around a chicken egg Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I see a lot of weird shit on there. I guess. <laughs> yes, it's good for that. Yeah, I wrote down that Jimmy Stewart's salary alone was $300,000 in 1948. Let's get the old calculator out. Let's how, much, wow. how much money is that? Well, I, I don't know, but I did look up um Alfred Hitchcock's net worth at his death. Ooh, and huh? he died in 1980, and he was worth $200 million. Which, you know, today we're thinking, $200 million, that's not much of anything. But for a man that started in, like, 1910, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So in today's money, it's like $700 million. God damn. So, yeah, he was a fairly rich man then. He died of uh, kidney failure. Oh, really? Yes. Hell of a way to go. Yeah. $300,000 today is $3.3 million. Wow. Well, isn't that what stars get today for a movie? Uh, that many million? I guess for a low-budget film like this, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're not going to see, like, Angelina Jolie making that kind of money on a one, you know, on a $1 million picture. She's not going to do that. Right. <laughs> She's going to do the $50 million picture right. and get... I saw on the rag magazine at the grocery store that Angelina Jolie is now dating The Weeknd. I've it, heard that. Isn't that like dating her son? I mean, isn't he like 14 and a half? 
No, he's And she's lot. like 47. I, the weekend is closer in age to me, believe it or not. He's, really? I believe he was born in the 80s. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, I thought that was kind of gross anyway. Plus, uh, he's been with all the Kardashians, hasn't he? Isn't that the guy that was with no, all the... No, no. He, <laughs> he was with... He's been with Bella Hadid about oh, four or five yes. times. Yes. Okay. And Selena Gomez. I like him. Okay. I don't necessarily find him attractive because I think he might be shorter than he looks on TV. Well, Angelina Jolie was kind of looking down at him, so I think she's a pretty statuesque woman. Yeah, but I really think he's a good singer. Okay. I don't like all of his music, but I like the stuff that I like is good. All right. I'm sorry, my phone is beeping. I usually turn it off. I read that Cary Grant was the first choice to play Rupert. Though it didn't say why this was not a Cary Grant film. Oh, no. No, that wouldn't have been right. That No. No, because in the Cary Grant version, you'd see him uh, going off with them after they committed the, the perfect crime. Yes. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, no, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine that that would be the right. Yeah, no. They picked the right person for the job. Yeah. And The weekend is five foot eight. Oh, that is short. Yeah. Angelina Jolie is five foot seven, and she wears, you know, giant shoes. So. Yeah, and he's thirty-one. Okay, yeah, I thought he was older. Well, that's still young. She's what, forty-five, six, forty-six. Yeah, that's not awful. When when he's thirty and she's forty-five, that's not bad. Yeah, but she's been with Billy Bob Thornton. He's, he's gross. Yeah, gross. So I think she's gross too. Anyway, how did how in the world did we get there? Oh, we were talking about. Big stars and big salaries. Yes, yes, that's where we were. That's um, where we were. This movie was banned in a lot of places and at a lot of theaters because of the implied homosexual relationship between Brandon <laughs> and Philip. Yes. And I, I don't think it was so much implied as it was just not mentioned. Yes. Yes. It, it was just, that's the way it was. And we, we didn't talk about it. That's right. how I understood it. Though in the movie, when ken and janet are talking she did say that or one of them said that janet moved from brandon to ken to david the dead guy well, i didn't hear that yeah i didn't pick that up really so yeah okay so I, but you know and back in those days i'm sure i'm sure he had a beautiful woman on his arm to yep keep up with appearances right interesting that woman was gorgeous yes working for that untidy little magazine allure allure yeah <laughs> which is what still in production today yes <laughs> it's no cosmo but it, it it'll suffice i know when she said that i thought what that's crazy i know i know that's funny <laughs> that was interesting did you notice that all the men none of them had the same color suit on i did notice that yeah that was a, an intentional thing i wonder why I don't. I think because the Rupert suit was lighter blue, and then David's father's suit was probably gray. Yeah, maybe Rupert's suit was, but it's still kind of bluey gray. Anyways, no, David's father's suit I think was gray. Really? Because I thought it was kind of a just a step darker blue. Hmm. And then Brandon was wearing like a navy blue suit. It was really blue. Uh huh. Oh. Uh, Phillips suit, I think, was brown, brown or purple or brown, probably brown. Yeah, Technicolor brown. Mm -hmm. So I, I wonder if that has like the. I wonder if the difference in Rupert's suit versus Brandon's suit is that light and dark, good and evil. I wonder if that was supposed to symbolize anything. That could, sure, that yeah. would that would work out. Mm -hmm. But David's father was the voice of reason. 
Yes. He always was very calm and and he did not want to hear all that superiority talk. He, no. Jesus wanted to hear about good people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, he didn't like the conversation at all. No. And he spoke up and said so. Yeah. I also noticed that uh, Mrs. Atwater, Mr. Kentley's sister-in-law, mm -hmm. she was wearing, she was about 110 years old, right? At least. She had on fire engine red nail polish. Yes. Well, that was, that was the was done that a thing? thing. Yes, absolutely. I thought only ladies of the night were. Nope. My grandma, my grandma East, always said that a beautiful woman has red nails and red lips. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And she's not talking about no mamby-pamby red, no cherry red. Red. Yeah, lights and sirens red. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Whenever Jeez. she went out, she had red lipstick on. Her. Yep, I remember that. She always had her nail polished too. Her nails polished. And it was red. Yeah. Huh. I don't always remember red, but she I did. I remember I do remember that. Do you remember Jackie from the farm? Yes. I remember her saying that anytime she was mad at her husband, she would paint her nails red because her husband thought that only whores were red nail polish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's terrible. You don't remember I heard her say that and I I'll never forget it. I've never heard that, but wow, that's interesting. <laughs> and you knew when she was mad at her husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I read somewhere that the play says that there's there was more than a teacher-student relationship between Rupert and Brandon, but... I would have picked Philip in that instead of Rupert. I mean, Brandon. Right. But then Kenneth kind of infers that before Mr. Kentley gets there. Um, When he was talking about Brandon sitting at the feet of the headmaster. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I kind of wonder... I kind of wonder where that fit in, because Jimmy Stewart is too much of a straight, narrow, straight guy. He's an actor, honey. I know, but if you were to infer that you'd had a sexual relationship relationship with one of your students wouldn't you wouldn't your mannerisms be less uptight no especially when you are around friends yeah but the friends don't all know about it surely Philip has to know about it maybe not i don't know i don't know hmm. are we making too much out of this i don't know is it this <laughs> bottle of wine talking i don't know <laughs> are we making a mountain out of a molehill well is that what we're supposed to do yeah heck yeah are you kidding also did you notice that they were both wearing driving gloves when they killed David? Yes. I love but, that. But then they took the gloves off and they were rubbing their hands all over the the, the box. I thought, what are they going to do with that box? What are they going to do with the body? Well, it was obviously that that was an old piece that Brandon has had for a while, that chest. Yeah. So, and it was big, too. Yeah. So to have his fingerprints on it and in it. Wouldn't, I mean, that wouldn't be surprising. Mm-hmm. Mm. But then when the rope was hanging out of the box oh. when they were moving the books, yep. that was creepy. And then Philip saw it and just lost it. Ice cold diarrhea. That's <laughs> <laughs> but that's when he started to really get antsy. Yeah. Yeah. He saw that rope sticking out of the box. It was, that was the end of it for him. Yeah. I think, I think in order for that to have been pulled off, with the dinner party and everything, Philip would have had to have, have retired because he was ill and he needed to yes. rest up for the trip. Yes. I think that that would have probably been in everybody's... But that, then that would have been a real short movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, you know, in reality, I think that would have been behooved everybody. Yes. Also, drunk Philip is my spirit animal. Yes. <laughs>
And did you did you notice when he was playing the piano, he wasn't playing the piano? I looked that, at that real hard. I'm like, he's just, he's just not playing that he piano. Might be. No, he was I not. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Not at all. He wasn't playing. Listen, I had to look really hard at it. Mm-mm, I didn't. Oh, also, when Philip asks Brandon how it felt to strangle the life out of David, was Brandon describing having an orgasm? Because I think that he was i think that he was also (laughs) yes okay then he had to have a cigarette yeah yeah and a glass of scotch yeah it certainly yeah yeah because i kind of that made me a little uncomfortable yes (laughs) a little creepy but that guy's kind of creepy anyway john doll john doll oh he's dead died in 1971 that's a long time ago Mm -hmm. that's 50 years ago yeah from today 50 years ago yeah wow I know because you know what I was at Starbucks this morning getting my um my vanilla you know thing and looked at their sign there they were founded in 1971 and they're having their 50th anniversary and I thought what well, I, I I remember 1971 <laughs> kind of <laughs> that's crazy yeah that day when you said that uh, we were on the phone and you said that was somebody was 40ish and then I had to say that I was 40ish really kind of hurt me a little bit <laughs> i've been waiting to be 40 my whole life and now now here it is and it's just like eh. yeah i mean you know, what what did you think it would be like <sighs> i don't know <laughs> let's not go there let's talk about ropes more okay I I was I was looking up some more about this John Dahl because I have seen him in other things. Yeah, Perry Mason. Oh, uh huh. Couple. He was in a par- couple of Perry Mason things. Nice. And he was always at Skank Guy. Yeah, the bad so, guy. Yeah, some greasy bad guy. Yeah. So, but I, I'm you know I I'm looking too hard at the computer. I uh I don't really care what anybody says, but Philip is a good looking man. Yes, he is. I do I'd go out with 1948 Farley Granger. Yeah. Oh, boy. Here he is in, like, his underpants. Uh-oh. Let's see. It's a, oh, it's talking about when he died. He was, like, his, the girl was in, like, Egyptian, Greek outfit. Oh, okay. Little shorty short skirt and, like, a bra top. And okay. he's in these, little, like, little shorts. Yeah, he's pretty hot. Yeah. But he was. All the women liked him. Ooh, yeah. I read, what did I, I read? Oh, that Montgomery Clift was sought after for the role of Philip. Oh, yes. He's a very pretty man, too. Yeah. And I think that he would have given him a little little bit of truth flair, because Montgomery Clift was also a deeply closeted gay man. Yeah, but he wasn't that, you know, Farley Granger was the devil-may-care type guy. Uh Uh-huh. You know, and that's why he was good for that part. No, Montgomery Cliff was, you know, too big, too too robust to be that player. Okay. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have been right. Wouldn't have been right, not in my mind. I also think that I've read that Cary Grant was on the download, too. Cary Grant? Oh, oh I don't know. Weren't they all? There were a lot of them. Cary Mason. <laughs> oh, but he's so... <laughs> <sighs> Okay, here's a picture of Montgomery Cliff. Now, doesn't he look like a straight-up kind of old guy? Oh. Even the young ones? He was too... 
He was too straight laced to. Is that before or after he crashed his car into a tree at Elizabeth oh, Taylor's house? I don't know. Oh yeah, I, I read an art. I read something about that, and Elizabeth Taylor was talking about how she was picking up his teeth. Yikes! Yeah, bashed himself up pretty good. Gosh, he wasn't very old. No, it's a what forty six. Forty six. Yeah. Nope, not very old at all. Yeah. See, he would see. He just wouldn't have been right in that. It, it just he just doesn't look right. I think he would have looked too gay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If that means anything to anybody, you know what I mean. Uh huh. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I okay. understand what you're saying. But yeah, no, he wouldn't have been right for that part. No. He could have been. He could have been the dead guy. He could have been David. Yeah, I guess we've really got to talk about it. When when he um, when Jimmy Stewart put that hat on, I mean that was oh dead giveaway. Like that was right then is when he knew everything that he was thinking was. And that was, I'm sure that was there as a you know a giant fuck you to everybody. Like oh check the oh he was here. <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah. yeah, that was a huge oversight out of hubris. Yes, that is correct. Oh my gosh, Farley Granger just died in 2011. Yeah, he was old as hell. Wow. <laughs> Good heavens. And he wasn't an awful looking old man. He was still, you could still see the young Farley Granger in him. Huh. Yeah. His partner was Robert Calhoun. Oh, all right. They were together from 63 to 2008 when he died. All right. Okay. Good for him. Come on. Jenner, uh, that's his daughter. Cary Grant was married to Diane Cannon. Have you seen her recently? Ooh, no. Oh, I can't imagine Jesus. that she'd be a good-looking woman now. She's rough-looking. Ooh, yeah. She's had some work done, and it's bad. Because mm. she was a beautiful woman. Well, you know, I think that um, all too many of these stars have to try to keep up their appearance, and they, you know, go from one face to the other. Yeah. You know, I think they work too hard on stuff like that, and they need to leave their faces alone. Uh, Barbara Stanwyck, I think, was also a Hitchcock girl. Uh, it's also yeah. ruined her face. Yeah. She, she's bordering on Jocelyn Wildenstein, the cat lady. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. Also, That's... the cat lady's name is Jocelyn Wildenstein, and she's about 900 years old. <laughs> okay. Who was the maid? I want to find out who the maid was. Oh, I didn't write that down. Me either, but I can find out. Let me go back. Because she was she was like the maid in a lot of stuff. Like a Hazel? Yeah. Remember Grandma always watched Hazel? She butting her nose into everything? Yeah. We know you know everything, but don't tell everybody that you know everything. Right. <laughs> Edith Evanson. Oh, okay. What a name. Sure. Yeah, so that, ooh. She was in interesting. Did we talk about how I don't really like Jimmy Stewart last time? I don't know, but he's not my favorite. When Justin came through and was making fun of him, I thought that was hilarious because <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. <laughs> yes, and that was a pretty good imitation. Yeah. Oh, my good Lord. She was born in, Edith was born in 1896. Jesus Christ. Wow. She also died in 1980. Wow. That's old. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, John Dahl died reportedly of a heart attack, but possibly 
from complications from a punctured lung. I don't know how you confuse those two. What? <laughs> uh, no, I think that that's two separate things. Yeah, that's a speaking speaking of you know two separate things and uh, true crime. Um, I was talking to my friend Julie at work today, and we were talking about one of the one of the people that aren't getting media attention that died around the same time as this Gabby Petito. And she said that she thought that she had read somewhere that his organs were not inside his body. Who are we talking about? Oh, Jelani Daly? Is that his name? She sent me a thing. I'm afraid I... I... Jelani Day. He was a graduate student at Illinois State. He just kind of disappeared one day. And he was found recently. And uh, I'm afraid I don't know what the story is with that. I don't exactly know what it is either, because I haven't really, I haven't really been following anything, because I haven't really been reading the news right. like I used to. Mm-hmm. Mostly because it's all bad news, and I don't. Right, and hear I really it. haven't watched the news in a few weeks, so it's just no. Yeah, but uh, she said that she had read somewhere that, like, yeah, he he was found that his organs were not inside his body, and it's like, well, well those aren't things that usually fall out. So no. <laughs> No, and then she said that she had, the article that she sent me was that his this Johnny Day's mother had posted a thing about how how it's so hurtful to see all these wildly oh crazy stories yeah in, okay. invented stories about her son's passing. My only response was, well, I'm glad his kidneys didn't fall out of his butt randomly. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> because yeah, you know, your heart, your lungs, and your kidneys don't usually just drop out all out. And, and, yeah, where'd they fall to? I don't know. That was weird. This story, the story was screenwritten by Hume Cronin. Hume Cronin. Yeah. yeah. I knew that you would know who he was. Yeah. As soon as I saw the name, I said that. And I think I was surprised the first time I heard that because I, you know, I only knew him as Mr. Jessica Tandy. Uh-huh. And I think he was in Cocoon. Oh. Was he in Cocoon with yeah, all the he, other old people? he was an actor. I mean, he, he's done a lot of stuff. I didn't know he was a writer, too. I did not know that. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> Speaking of Cocoon, I saw a meme that had a picture, a side-by-side picture of Wilford Brimley from the 80s. Yeah. Next to present-day Paul Rudd. Oh. oh, my God. Yes. And it said that in Cocoon, Wilford Brimley was the same age as Paul Rudd is currently. And that's the difference between... <laughs> old-time actors and and new-time actors yeah that paul rudd looks like an overgrown teenager with some wrinkles and wilford brimley looked like everybody's grandpa (laughs) (laughs) oh my (laughs) that was silly hey he was hume crone was born in london ontario just up the street a little ways yeah i've been there yeah me too at least on a train yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I did not know that he was also a screenwriter. No. That's interesting. Also on that train ride, I believe London is where the Chatty Cathy got on. And she talked all the way to Toronto. <laughs> thank, she wasn't sitting next to us, but oh, she was sitting the in Lord, front of us. Oh, thank the Lord, but you could hear her. Oh, this poor woman that she had to sit next to. It was a nightmare. Mm. <laughs> also, the train almost hit some deer. It was insane. Like, they were super close to the deer oh my god it was or the deer was super close to the train either way it was a sight to see oh my oh my there there's a for with hume crone there's a a gay thing too oh 
his Cronin's first marriage was to philanthropist Emily Woodruff. Okay. In late 1934 or 1935, they shared a lavender marriage and never lived together. What's a lavender marriage? I will continue to read oh, this. Okay. Woodruff insisted that the marriage remain a secret because of her lesbian relationships. Oh. They quietly divorced in 1936. He married Jessica Tandy in 42. Okay. So, it's everywhere. So, his wife, but that didn't infer that he was gay. No, his wife was. Okay. His fine. first wife. Whatever. But, I, you know, why Why would you get married and then not tell anybody? Why keep it such a secret if you got interesting? Yeah, because I think if you were hiding something, you'd want everybody to know that, hey, oh, no, I'm not yeah. gay. It's only married to a dude. Yeah. Okay. But, no, I don't know. Hey, baby. A I don't girl know. at work is going to go marry her girlfriend in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Her outfit. Oh. You were telling me about that. I can't wait gorgeous. to see pictures. Yeah. I cannot wait. And she described her, her fiance's outfit, and it sounded stunning. Yeah. I, ca I cannot wait to see pictures. Nice. If, if it's half as, as gorgeous as it sounds, it'll be fabulous. Look at Ash. I know. Grandma's oh. here, and Grandma hasn't given me cookies. No. Ashy, what are you doing? Look at him. He's like so hungry. They Ashy. don't feed me. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Can you do your thing? He said, do you got cookies? I can get cookies if you'll do your thing. I will. I get cookies if you do your thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're so proud, eh? <laughs> yes. I have taught Ash the smartest cat in the world. He is so smart. How to do a little circle for some cookies. Yeah. And all I have to do is make a little circle in the air, and he will do his circle and then wait for a cookie. Yeah. Oh, he just tipped over. Oh. But he is the smartest cat in the world. He seriously is. <laughs> Anytime you waggle a bag of cookies in front of him and then leave them unattended, he will take the bag. Nice. And hide somewhere and chew and claw at it until it opens and he eats all of the cookies <laughs> oh speaking of diarrhea <laughs> that can't be good that well, can't be good little ash man can it it won't be that ice cold fear diarrhea okay it'll be the oh my god why did i eat all of those diarrhea yep but they tasted so good because you know we don't feed him i know you can tell that he is is not taken care of <laughs> Look at how he's sitting with his little back feet crossed. Yeah. Oh. He's my special little boy. Yeah, he's he's wonderful. Yeah, funny. They never have animals in, in the movies we watch. No. Just chickens that they're <laughs> eating. It's <laughs> funny. I'm trying to think of any other movies that we're going to watch in the next coming days. But, oh, there is a there is a, a bird that gets sacrificed in next couple weeks we'll oh read. okay and it's not a hitchcock bird no thank god <laughs> i can't i've seen that movie it, that's not one that i want to rewatch. no it's messy yeah and they start pecking at people it's kind of messy and yeah yeah kind of makes your skin crawl just thinking well, about and it also i just you know when i worked <laughs> when i worked in point place we you know that's near the dump Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's right across the highway from the dump. Right. And the seagulls would just come and just rain 
shit <laughs> in our parking lot. It was a nightmare. Oh my gosh. Like, I got caught in a seagull rainstorm a couple of times. It was awful. Ugh. Oh my. It always happened on laundry day, too. Of fresh course. laundry. Yes, of course. Looking fresh to death. Uh-huh. Ugh. So, just, you know, not even so much scared of being pecked to death as I am of just getting bird shit on me. Well, you know what? I've had bird shit on me a few times, and it's not a fun thing. They say it's good luck, but... No, it's I, not. I think it's bad luck that you got yeah, shit you on. you got shit on. Right. <laughs> Ooh, that, pardon me. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think... Yeah, I've heard that, that it's good luck. No, it's not. No. Somebody pooped on you. Yeah. It's and again, gross. that's why I didn't have children. <laughs> <laughs> well, you pooped right into Grandpa's pocket one time. Yeah, I was an infant. <laughs> was, that was some at some point in 1982. <laughs> How appropriate, though, that it would just land in his pocket. Well, you know. His shirt pocket, because he was holding you up like this. Yeah. Just holding you up in the air. Bloop, right into his shirt pocket. <laughs> but of course, you had these, like, little, 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 tiny, tiny, little toothpick legs. legs. And, and your rubber pants really were of no assistance. <laughs> <laughs> the rubber pants designed to prevent something like that yes, from happening? Yes, okay. exactly. And, yes, you wore rubber pants. Well, yeah, that's because... You're a little, you were a baby in that time. You wore yeah. diapers and rubber pants. Well, cloth diapers are making a comeback. Yes, they are. Because they're, you know, you know reusable. Disposable diapers are filling up the landfills and yep. they're not biodegradable. And no, and... they will never go away. Nope. Never, ever. So, it's awful. Yeah. I wonder if uh, those people used rubber pants. <laughs> the rope. We got to talk about the movie, Lex. Yeah. Now we get to your rubber pants. We're talking about, well, we were talking about the birds. Oh, we're still okay. talking about birds. Hitchcock. That's right. Birds. We, we talked about bird shit, which turned into baby Lexi shit. Yes. I don't know. Easy transition. <laughs> <laughs> For our night of watching a movie surrounding a little dinner party. Yes. Mom and I had hors d'oeuvres. Oh, I love hors d'oeuvre dinners. And wine. Yes. Yes, it was delicious. And mom made, I don't even know what to call them, little like puff pastry boat dessert things? Yeah. Is that what they were? Sure. Sure. It was great. Uh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I thought we needed a little, little uh, sweet treat. Yeah. And uh, since we still, I still had the sick food pudding in the, <laughs> from the last movie. <laughs> You know, when you're sick, you need pudding. Yeah. You just need pudding. It always makes you feel better. I thought, you know, I could uh, make little canapes. But usually think of canapes with meat. And, yeah. You know, savory. Okay. Yeah. This this little puff pastry boat with a glob of chocolate pudding and, and a dollop of whipped cream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And it tasted pretty good. It was just... Was I, perfect, wasn't it? I don't like the spray cream, and it was very good. I love spray cream much better than than Cool Whip. I have a meme that it's a it's a picture of a cat with its little tongue sticking out, and a man spraying spray cream <laughs> on the cat's tongue. And the the caption is, "My wife wonders why the cat likes me more." 
Ew. It's touched his lips. Well, you know, I'd spray it on something and then give it to him. That's true. Well, a lot of people just eat spray cream right out of the can. I mean, they just put their head back and spray the cream in. I could do that with Cool Whip. I've never done that, but... Like, I could just take a spoon and a tub of Cool Whip and just eat it. Ew. Love it. Well, I should have got that, but it would have been frozen, and then there would have been, a, like, a frozen chunk on top of the chocolate pudding. Well, it was like a little... It was like a, a bite of chocolate pie. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it was. And, yeah. And it was perfect for... It was wonderful. Dessert. Yeah. Yeah, that's because we're geniuses. And we are. And who doesn't enjoy an hors d'oeuvre dinner? Exactly. Oh, my goodness. There are a lot of times that Dustin and I will just break open a pack of cheese and eat cheese and crackers. Yes. And he brought us pickles, which they were really for me because I like pickles. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Cheese and crackers and pickles? Man. <laughs> you cannot live any higher than that. <laughs> He was really excited too. He's like, "Oh, I got these too." He's like, "Do you think your mom will like them?" I'm like, "I think so." <laughs> Has he ever seen my refrigerator? <laughs> I probably have five bottles of pickles in there. <laughs> Gross. I I like pickles. I did. Joe pickles, <laughs> kosher pickles. We went to Kokomo, Indiana. Sarah and I, my best friend Sarah, uh -huh. and uh, for her cousin's thirtieth birthday. This was like a hundred years ago. Not really, but it it seems like forever ago. And we had to go to this bar and have a pickleback. It was the most awful thing that I've ever had in my life. And people loved them. It's a shot of Jameson with a shot of pickle juice as the chaser. Oh. Which I don't really like to shoot whiskey. Yeah, me either. I can't no. Uh uh. Cause that's more of a sip and drink I would for me. mix that together. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of the recipes that I have for an upcoming meal have one has jalapeno juice in it, and the other has dill pickle juice in it. Yay! I won't be making either one of those for you. Okay. Just, because I know you don't like it. So why would I even a, make that? A short thing for me that's not. No, I'm not even going to make that. Yeah, no, just make mine little on the side that doesn't have anything off no we'll just have one flavor okay and it won't have pickle juice in it well i'll probably still have those pickles in the and jar and they'll be delicious in there and you can throw some of that juice in there no i'll throw the pickle in there okay <laughs> that would be fine too uh do you want to tell everybody what uh we're watching next um friday the 13th which one two yes i remembered we're going to try it. I've never, ever seen any of the Friday the 13th movies, and you know I don't like anything like that. No, this is a straight-up slasher movie. Yeah. The story is good, though. Never seen a slasher movie. But they're at a camp, so we're going to have to have s'mores for dessert. Oh. Oh, absolutely. You know what are really good in the air fryer? Oh, yes, they would be, wouldn't they? They're awesome. Yes. So I'll have to clean my air fryer. Oh, yes. Oh, good. Oh, my. Then we'll have to find some other things. I don't, you know. Hey, we could make a camp dinners. <gasps> we Have you had a camp dinner recently? Not recently. I don't know. Do, do people even know what a camp dinner is? Or I, is that just something we eat? I mentioned them to a girl at work, and she knew about them. Oh. Um, But I introduced those to Justin, and he was just like, oh, my God. 
they're just so fun and delicious. Yeah, you can put anything in it. Yes. And we <laughs> we got to the point in our fatness where I didn't make just little packets. Oh, you just I just made like a nine by thirteen with all this <laughs> oh shit in it. Goodness. Well, what and a, the meat patties on top. Well, what a camp dinner is is uh, when you would go to camp you and you'd have your fire. Everyone would make everyone would get a foil pieces of foil, uh-huh. and you would put some uh, some kind of meat hamburger or you like salmon. Salmon is great in a camp dinner. Oh yeah, why wouldn't it um, be? And then you get like canned potatoes and canned carrots uh-huh. and onion and celery and uh, whatever what, you really want. whatever you want. I've got mushrooms and justice. You put a little seasoning of some sort in, and then wrap the foil up tight in the to make it a little packet, and put it in the into the campfire. Yeah, and that and then when it was you know you cook it for half hour, forty five minutes. Uh-huh. When the meat was done, your meal was done. You take your foil packet out of the fire and you eat that. Well, we make them at home now, and yeah, we'll put them in the oven. Yeah, you used to do them on the grill. Oh, nice too. You did. That's, oh, that's yeah. what I remember. Yeah. Yes, we did do that on the grill because we used to grill a lot. Yeah. But yeah, you can do it any, you know, you can put them in the oven. They, they just as fine. Yeah. But everybody puts what they want in it and mm-hmm. nice. Potatoes and carrots is my favorite. I like corn and mushrooms in mine. Oh, mm-hmm. off. <laughs> yeah, camp dinner. Nice, yeah. We could we I haven't done that in a real long time. Yeah. And really you can put you can put fancy meat in there or just plain hamburger or you could do fish. Yeah. I other I've heard um also of the same type of a meal in a paper bag. Paper I, bag? I don't exactly understand how that works. That concept doesn't sound right to me. But a paper bag would just disintegrate, right? No. No, it, it somehow works. Is it like a wax bag? Like a no. wax paper bag? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. But yeah, I've seen paper bag meals too. Okay. Weird. We, you know, we, we're not fancy people. We like camp meat dinners. Yeah. So, you know, fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> at at uh, St. Patrick's time, um, I tell people that, you know, I like corned beef and cabbage, but I really only like the canned corned beef i know people think you're awful people think they? i'm insane i know they're like are you serious you don't like yeah on a brisket no no brisket's gross mm-hmm. canned stuff the canned dog food stuff it's awesome mm-hmm. and each person needs their own can uh at least their own can <laughs> i love canned corned beef i think we're on a four cans to one head cabbage ratio <laughs> Just about that. <laughs> Just about that. But I know people that think we're awful because we don't eat yeah. the brisket. And brisket's okay. It's okay. It's corn not what I like. Exactly. It's not what I want. It's not when you tell me that you're making me corned beef and cabbage and then you give me corned beef brisket, I'm just like, oh, oh thank you. This isn't it. She gonna put her foot on one of those sounds? I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna get a horn beef or something. <laughs> What are you doing? Oh, the, I, why Why are the cats so interested in us this evening? I don't know. I, I can't ever say we've had this many cat companions. Well, I don't think, I don't think they got like their resting time in because Justin came home and started picking up stuff. 
because you know i don't know if you noticed that like half the shit in the living room is gone and the hallway it's picked up a little bit oh yeah why? i uh, why i'd hate to guess where the stuff went i'm assuming it all just migrated into the mm-hmm. junk room yeah well that's where my <sighs> stuff goes <laughs> you know oh company's coming over stick stuff in the oven but you know i don't you know you're not company so they don't know exactly why. And if you're coming to my house to inspect it, stay home. Yeah. I'm not interested. (laughs) I don't care that you can see 17 loads of laundry sitting on a chair waiting to be folded. I don't care. It's laundry. Yeah. It's not. No, I I don't come here to inspect your housekeeping. Thank God. Because you'd be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same way. You're coming to my house to inspect my housekeeping. Just stay on home. Yeah. Because it won't meet up to what nope. your expectations are. Sorry. Leave those white gloves in the car. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know what dusting means. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like to dust. That's one of my things. I like to keep the cobwebs off the ceilings. and. I like the cobwebs. I think they give the place an air of... Well, that's okay for you. Creepy. And I do um, Swiffer my walls every few months. I do need to sweep the ceiling kitchen the cobwebs up on the ceiling are kind of gross oh and in the kitchen it's pretty rough too yeah but yeah i like to swiffer my walls and you will never find any dust on the tops of the doors or the door frames because i like to dust that how are we related i don't know (laughs) i don't know (laughs) you just don't see my my uh pile of laundry because there's only one of me right and that's <laughs> uh, the guy the younger man on the radio the morning radio show that justin and i listen to he's a little bit younger than us um but he, he talks about how every time he gets a new girlfriend he gets another couple pieces of clothing and now he's up to like nine clothes <laughs> nine clothes yeah huh? so i came out the other day after I had folded up a bunch of stuff, and I was just like, "Andy's got nine clothes. Look at look at what what is this?" <laughs> <laughs> Justin's got like an entire chair pile of clothing. How, how does he know how to wear all that? I I own two pair of jeans. Well, now yeah, I own two pair of jeans that fit, and uh, I have two pair of capris. I mean, why? I I think I think the difference there is because I just downsized. You know that's. Mm-hmm. In the last four years, yeah, I got rid of three fourths of everything I own, yeah, and don't need it. Although I didn't get rid of my shoes, I have a lot of shoes, and they're all over the house. I don't know anything about them. Yeah, don't look at my shoe pile right now. Yeah, I, <laughs> I um, don't look at sh- Justin's shoe pile at the door that will impede yeah. you from getting in or out i i have a pile at the door uh-huh. three pairs uh-huh. and least. then and then i have a pile i have two pairs where i take up what where i hang my purse okay and i always have a pair of shoes in the kitchen because i come right home from work and take my shoes off okay and feed the cat so chances are my work shoes are in the kitchen i did take the line of shoes out out of the kitchen by the counter they are now in my bedroom okay but you know like you know i i think it's the difference between your stack of clothes 
and mine is the fact that I I downsized and yeah. it was it was rough. Yeah. You didn't really help me downsize. Blythe did. I don't know what you're talking about. And she she looked at me and she said, "Do you really need that?" And I knew what that meant. She was telling me, "Throw that away." Why do I need a skirt that I can't wear? Because you might be able to wear it. Oh. Or maybe I might be able to wear it. Or maybe Blythe might be able to wear it. Well, I passed everything that somebody might be able to wear around. Yeah. I did do that. Then some of the other crap. I mean, clothes I had. <laughs> no, I mean crap. Yeah. Why are you saving that? Yeah. I, I have to go through the closet. And I'm not. It's not just your closet. It's like my entire life. Like, yeah. I, yeah, no, I know. But, like, I want to start you know, my bedroom. I have... Like, I want to take my bedroom back. Yeah. Like, I want to take my house back. Yeah. Well, we did that a few years ago. Yeah, I know. But then somebody else you know, put their shit everywhere. <laughs> we could do it again. Yeah, um, instead of, and instead of saving this shit, I'm just going to throw it away. But I have all those rocks. Yeah. You know, I've saved, I collect rocks from places I go. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Blythe made you throw them away. She, well, they're in the, the garage. She doesn't know I didn't throw them away. <laughs> they're in the garage. Okay. Um, But I thought, you know, I... I love my rocks. I don't want to get rid of them. No. So I put them in my planters. Okay. Um, I put them around the the you know the plates that I put the the plants on. Uh-huh. There's rocks around there. Okay. I'm not getting rid of my rocks. Yeah. She just thinks I got rid of my rocks. Okay. Until she hears us. Yeah. Right. And they're really they're really. <laughs> she'll want to know where they're. And they really are rocks. They're they're stones and rocks that I have picked up from the ground, not from parks or any place that I, we know of. No, I I, I know that. No, I know that you're not supposed to pick up stuff there. But um, when you have gravel and rocks around your um, place of business, I love those rocks. <laughs> I love dinosaur eggs. Oh, uh huh. And I love ones that are shaped like something. Uh-huh. I've got lots of dinosaur eggs. Okay. And I've got lots of shapes. Flat, flat stone, flat rocks. Okay. Love them. Love them. I'm not getting rid of them. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what do I collect? Nothing. Just collect stuff. So, well, when you, when you live in four rooms, uh, you can't have stuff. I basically do. Oh. <laughs> I don't go upstairs. Yeah, you kind of do, don't you? Yeah. I don't. The living room, the kitchen, the bathroom, the bedroom. That's really the only places I really enjoy being. Yeah, okay. Everywhere else is just it's too much fun. You have a lot of furniture in your living room. And I like any of it, honestly. Huh. I hate this couch. <laughs> yeah, but it was so nice when you got it. I, I know. Mean, it was really... It's... So bad for sleeping. It is. Oh gosh, I love sleeping on the couch. Worst stuff. Okay. Worst. No, I love sleeping on the couch. But I guess I could see what you're saying. You'd have to stay in your own spot. Like this is. It's not long enough. No. Mm -mm. For me to fully Mm -hmm. extend. And where you know, really, no place to put your head. Pillows are the arms are too low. Yeah, but it's just enough of that incline to make it uncomfortable to put your head on. Uh, Oh. Yeah. And the yeah. definite seat. Yep, you have to stay bumps. in your spot. Yeah, it's terrible. But when you recline, it's not super comfortable either. Oh. So, I mean, you have to be, I mean, I have to be dog tired to fall asleep on this couch. Mm. 
Okay. It's the worst. <laughs> you know, a chair in this room is good sleeping. Laundry mountain chair. Yeah, you know why? Because you know that looks like my chairs. Yeah. Um, because you can spread out in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the couch that went with that was so awesome to sleep on. Any way you laid on that couch was awesome. Oh, I missed that couch. <laughs> but you used it up. Oh, used it all to hell. And now I see that there's, you know, ways to fix that. And I'm just like, why weren't you there a few years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, well. Oh, well. All right. Are we done talking about I movies? Think so. Are we done? <laughs> We're done kibitzing? <laughs> we went all the way to my rocks. <laughs> Sorry, Blythe. <laughs> you have to have something to look forward to don't yes you? i do and i go out there and touch them <laughs> all right when are we getting together next i don't know we'll have to work on that okay i'm too tired now to think and you probably don't want to watch a jason movie because you do want to sleep right i would like to yes i mean it's I don't think it's scary, but you will think there's Blah. some scares. Yeah, I bet so. There is some jump scares. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. I'll have to find a, a morning. Let's just quit our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm off on Friday morning. Would that be good for you? Oh, okay. Never no. mind. I'm off on Friday again. I, I don't understand why it gives me Fridays off. Fridays are important days for my job. I, I don't Oh, okay. Because yeah, whatever. Oh, pardon me. Wow. But uh, I guess we will be back at some point soon. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, and I'm so excited. It's the first appearance of Jason. Um, I guess I'll have to fill you in on how the first movie is and the whole story. Maybe I should read a synopsis of it or something. I mean, I can give you a brief synopsis. <laughs> okay. Camp's closed, and you know, new young upstarts are going to reopen it oh. for campers. Uh huh. And uh, they start getting picked off. Oh, exciting! And, and uh, it turns out at, at the very end, this girl, the survivor girl, meets this older woman when there's you know stuff is going on. She's freaking out. She meets this woman. She says, "Oh, I'm Mrs. Voorhees. Um, you know, my my son used to go to this camp." And then, and then it turns out that she's the one killing people bah. because she, she's getting retribution for her son. Her son uh, drowned in a freak accident um, at the camp, at the camp because mm -hmm. the counselors were not watching him. Uh, and Jason also, they don't, she doesn't specifically say, but when you see Jason pop out of the water at the very, very, very end of the movie, Jason is, he's not a quote-unquote normal child uh, he, he obviously had more special needs than a normal uh, again a normal child would need and the counselors were off having sex and not watching him okay. and he drowned oh okay long story of the movie there it is all right yep. okay i'm excited yeah <laughs> i'm excited to watch it okay i love the jason movies they get they get progressively more ridiculous, <laughs> but that's just that's just like the Freddy movies. That's just like the Michael Myers movies. That's well, just like the Pinhead movies. And you know how I feel about number fifty-two. Well, 
I honestly, you know, I, I like the ridiculous, you know, I like Halloween 5. It's okay. stupid. It's a bad movie. I love it. Okay. Uh, Hellraiser 6. Awesome. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. Love it. Okay. I did, I think the guy that does a lot of the special effects stuff that he, I guess he's into the production and direction of uh, The Walking Dead, uh, Greg Nicotero. He directed, I believe it's Greg Nicotero, the newest installment of the Hellraiser movies. And I, it, and it was weird because Nancy from the Freddy movies uh-huh. was a, a star in it. And I don't, I don't like crossovers like that. Um, I think it's kind of cheap. Okay. Um, Is she Nancy in that movie too? No. Oh, okay. No, but you know. She should have been? She's Nancy. Yeah. But I didn't understand what was going on. Like, it was too, like, high concept. Like, the oh. first 10 minutes were just, like, too high concept. Like, I didn't understand what was going on. Uh-huh. Like, and I don't understand where that starts so the plot can be, you know, where that's going to lead the plot. I didn't. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, I was just like, why is this happening? I don't, what, what am I watching? Yeah, yeah. Where's Pinhead? Is Pinhead going to be here? <laughs> also, I read that they're doing, I guess, another fucking hellraiser remake jeez but pinhead is going to be a woman oh well of course and i don't and i guess that the the short story that um hellraiser's based on uh the hellbound part is by clive parker okay um <laughs> i guess that i guess that's more true to the book the story having uh, the woman as the head oh. cinnabite demony thing okay but i i don't know because i haven't read it Clay Barker is one of those authors that you either love it or you hate it, mm-hmm. and there's really kind of no in between. Mm-hmm. Like, like I've read some Clay Barker stuff, and like some of his short stories are awesome, and then some of them are awful. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that's any author that you really like some stuff. You like some stuff? Yeah. stuff? No, don't like that. Well, Clay Barker. Look, Clay Barker up. He's an interesting character. Right. But yeah. So I'm I'm kind of anxiously awaiting that because I, what is this like Hellraiser nine or ten or whatever fifty two it's uh it's different characters in presented a different way but it's the first it's a remake of the first movie oh just instead of a couple moving into a house where the brother mysteriously disappeared from and then he reanimates when the the wife brings home people to kill <laughs> for him. It's instead it's two boys that go on a trip to Mexico and they you know, they disappear in Mexico. It's a whole big thing that's it was awful. The acting was bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't expect a whole lot from a horror movie to begin with. Right. But this was like pornography level acting. Oh brother. <laughs> so Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Well I'm glad we don't have to watch that one. Yeah, no. No, and if we did, we'd watch we'd watch one of the fun Hellraisers. It's not really a Hellraiser movie, <laughs> all right? Because the later Hellraiser movies were just horror movies that were sitting on a shelf that somebody was like, "Let's throw Pinhead in here." Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Like the the one movie, it takes place I don't know in like Croatia somewhere. Oh, where, Romania yeah. or something. Pinhead would be there too, but <laughs> Pinhead doesn't come into the movie. For like an hour and twenty five minutes, the movie's like an hour and a half long. Oh no! It's only in the movie for like three minutes. Oh it's my! Stupid. But yeah, that was a good one. Okay, that was real funny though. No, I wouldn't like that. The premise was kind of cool though. Okay. 
Um, okay. All right. Maybe I'll talk you in a Hellraiser movie. No. Okay. Not now. Okay. Maybe after we get into this a little bit. Maybe, Maybe. next time we... There you go. We'll work up to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I could talk about Hellraiser movies all night. You I got know. time? No. <laughs> I gotta be at work in a few hours. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you working overnight tonight? No. It's 8.30. Well, that's way past both our bedtimes. It really is. And I did drink that entire bottle of wine by myself. You're crazy. Is she, you and the cats are crazy. Is she chasing him or is he? Look at her I, I all don't arched know, up. Look she's at her. all. Look getting, at her. Look at her. She's all getting big Oop. and mean. Oop. Oop. Don't you come near me. Look at her tail. Look at her tail. I'm. Oh, it's pooped up. Yeah. I'm gonna fight with the dog instead. I'm gonna fight with this dog so you can see me kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, baby. Come to me. Come to Grandma. Uh, what the hell just happened? <laughs> He's so good with her. Like, she has been nipping at him the entire time they have been in the same room together. Look at that. <laughs> and he's been so good to her because, you know, Jelly and Ash will fight each other, like, to the death. I yeah. Like, but she'll fight with him and he'll just kind of put his paw out like dude just stop can you just stop please <laughs> like on your forehead yeah <laughs> look at her look at her she's gonna kill somebody look at her tail she's puffed up twice her size yes yeah, she is look at her she's a stink pot she really is rotten oh thank oh. god she's the cutest goddamn thing on the oh planet oh my god yes oh speaking of cute new babies my friend Marianne got a cute new baby. Oh. You gotta see this baby. Hold on, I gotta find her. Look at this sweet little baby. Oh, I saw that picture. Look at those eyes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Sweet. Yes. Baby kittens. She's like, why don't you come over and meet the cat? I'm like, can I just like move in with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my cats. Yeah, I know. I wish I could bring mine to visit, but I don't know how he'd be with others. Yeah. So that's not a good idea. Not yet. Maybe when I get him leash trained. Maybe. But then again, mine are just wild animals, so who well. knows? Especially her. <laughs> All her baby energy. Uh, that's it. She's she wearing me out just watching her. <laughs> Man you know, alive. I was, telling, I was telling Deborah at work. <laughs> you know, she only weighs four pounds. Oh my. And Deborah's like, you gotta feed her. I'm like, I feed her. And she, there's food out. She eats her brother's food. She eats her food. She eats dinner. Said she runs around like a crackhead. I, I, she is a ball of energy. Yes. Like oh she my is God. only going to calm down when I go lay in bed and haven't gotten comfortable yet. She's going to come lay on me. Yeah. And then I'll have to move. And then it's going to be wild. And then she'll come back after I fall asleep. Yes. Okay. Cats are wonderful. Yeah. Well, Ashmo is just, is she gone yet? <laughs> right. <laughs> is she laying down? Please tell me she's laying down. <laughs> okay. For real this time. All right. We're going to call it a night. Okay. Plus, we got to go pack up everything and get you home. Yep. 
It's um, a good night. Good movie. Yeah. Good dinner. Did you, you did you like the movie? I liked the movie, but I yeah. like Hitchcock style. Yeah. I, is that going to be one that you'd watch again yes, if it were on? I would. Okay. And, and like I, I was telling one of the girls at my work that I remember these being much scarier. Yeah. And I, I think that's the difference of my age. Right. You know, now I I would have just been afraid. Now I have to think about, okay, why did they do that? Why are, you know. Right. Well, so, also it's because, you know. That was, I think, the most violent Hitchcock movie there was until right, right. Psycho. You know, because between then, when I first saw that, and now, so much has gone on that it's not the same kind of world. Right. You know, you can shoot a gun five times out your window, nobody's even going to notice. No. Much less call the cops. Right. You know, right today in our world, we have shot spotters. You know, they have microphones in parts of the city that recognize gunshots. Yeah. I, you know, people don't recognize gunshots or they don't bother to call the police. And, you know, today this would be, you know, just a, a really tame psychological thriller. Yeah. In order for this to be a horror movie by today's standards, uh, I mean, they'd have to have uh, David on a rack and like literally be sawing his neck off. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, I mean, you know, right? Absolutely, I agree. So, but I do remember them being much scarier. Yeah, that's like Rear Window. Yeah, that was frightening to you me. You were terrified at the end. Yeah, but this time it wasn't so scary. I don't know, but when you jerked, and I, I was, I was more scared by your reaction than the movie. <laughs> because <laughs> you probably thought I wasn't even paying attention, didn't you? No, I was just like, oh, what's so scary? <laughs> It's like, I've seen movies that'll make your skin crawl. Yeah. No thanks. I've seen Human Centipede. It's Ooh. not good. Okay. You want me to give you the synopsis of that off? No! Okay. <laughs> Justin turned it on one time, and uh, then he fell asleep, and I watched the whole goddamn movie. Oh my gosh. No thank you. No. We'll do Friday the 13th next week, and we'll be okay. fine. Yeah, I'm excited. I really right. am excited. Jason is... Jason and Michael Myers and Pinhead are my top three. Okay. I think Chucky's joke. Yeah. I, I never understood that. Um, I don't like Freddy because he's, he's he's so quippy for mm -hmm. a bad guy. He's real quippy. Okay. It's just like, I don't, why? All right. Can you just be scary or kill people <laughs> or something? Okay. Yeah. So, and I'm, you know, we're not going to talk about like the hostels and the saws and stuff like that because I don't like that stuff. I've seen the first few saws because the first one is really good. Okay. It's terrifying. It's Oof. the story is really good. Okay. Yeah. The rest is more garbage. All right. Oh, also, did I tell you <laughs> that movie, that James Wan movie that I bitched about malignant? Yes. The podcast that makes fun of movies that I listen to, uh, how did this get made? Have commentated on that movie. Oh my God. And it was hilarious. Like they, they wanted pictures from their followers of them, like, flipping their hair over. So they, you know, I'll tell you about it later. But it was, oh, my gosh. And they wanted you to hashtag it, me lignant. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. It's just, if you sit down and listen to a, pod, a comedy podcast, listen to that one. Okay. 
the one guy, Jason Manzukas, is so funny. He's so he's just he's a crazy person. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Alright guys, well, we'll be back soon with Friday thirteenth part two and some s'mores and some camp dinners and Yeah. I'm not going to wear camp apparel. I it's bet just, you're gonna wear your camp t shirt. I am gonna wear my camp crystal light okay. t shirt. But I am not going to wear other camp apparel shorts and t shirts. Yeah, and I don't flip do flops. shorts, you know. Well and two, we might be coming into a little cold weather, so Oh. Did it rain tonight? Like I thought it was gonna rain. They said it was supposed to, but I never heard it I raining. Didn't hear it. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Signing off. Yes. <laughs> see you soon. Bye.